on this episode of the TH Talks podcast. But let's fast forward. Third weekend, you find yourself laying on your couch with a bottle of wine covered in Doritos dust. <laughs> it's all over your 90s rock band XXL shirt and you're rewatching Handmaid's Tale for the third time. And you're thinking to yourself, damn, not again. So, so, so you might ask yourself, what went wrong there? A few weeks ago, you were so motivated. You are now tuned into the TH Talks podcast, the medium for personal growth and self-development as we are on the path to become a greater version of ourselves. I will be your host, TH. What is good, everybody? We are back again with another episode of the TH Talks podcast. And we are back to our regular scheduled programming. Over the past two episodes, we stepped out of our comfort zone. We had a great interview with Jaded Eye. And then our last episode, we had a question and answer segment. So once again, thank you all for submitting those questions. And one of those questions actually inspired today's topic, which is motivation and self-discipline and why self-discipline is more important. But as always, as always, before we get into it, we give thanks to Jaded Eye. We give appreciation and gratitude to the wonderful soul that is Jaded Eye. You can find him on Instagram at Jaded Eye Beats. That's all one word. And also Spotify at Jaded Eye. That's two separate words. But he provides the intro music and the outro music. And I have so much love for him. So I'm always going to plug him. Now, moving right along, we're going to break this podcast down into a few different segments. The first will be all about motivation, what it's good for, and why it comes up short. The second will be centered around self-discipline and why it's more important than motivation. The third will be the balance between the two, the dance as you will. And then we're going to end on just some things to keep in mind when thinking about self-discipline and motivation. You feel? So without further ado, let's get it. Segment number one, defining motivation and what it's good for. So motivation, essentially it's the desire or willingness to do something. We all know that feeling when we feel motivated. Maybe you're scrolling through social media. Maybe you're on TikTok. Maybe you uh, listen to a, a video of David Groggins going, they ain't built like me. Or Eric Thomas going, how bad do you want it? I love both of them so much. I really want to read David Groggins' book, but that's a side note. That's a side note. But anyway, we, we intake some sort of stimuli and we feel this motivation throughout our body. And we don't even have to intake it externally. It can be something that we create ourselves. But nevertheless, we have this emotional response and that, that makes us motivated to do something, allows us to take that first step. If we have a, a goal in mind, it allows us to say, hey, I want to be better. I want to lose weight. I want to make more money. I want to take the next step in my career. I want to get out of my comfort zone. We might have 
this initial feeling that serves as the motivation, that inspiration. And it's really a bodily experience. We can feel that difference in energy flowing throughout us. And that moment is almost like fire. So we want to do, we're passionate. It's going to move us. But something happens along the way. I'll give you an example. Say you want to you wanna rekindle your passion for running. Now, this would never be me because I've never been a runner and I never had passion for running ever. But say just for example, you want to rekindle your passion because you like doing that. You're just built like that. So you say that I'm going to run a few miles for three days every week. That's where you start out at. And you're really inspired to. You're really inspired to. So you start the first day. You know, feels decent, you know. Your body's getting back into it. You're a little sore afterwards, but you, you experience the runner's high. You do it the second day, same thing. You're feeling pretty good. Then the third day comes along. You, you, you still, you're, getting, you're getting pretty sore now, you know, but you still have that little bit of motivation left. But let's fast forward. Third weekend, you find yourself laying on your couch with a bottle of wine covered in Doritos dust. <laughs> it's all over your 90s rock band XXL shirt and you're rewatching Handmaid's Tale for the third time and you're thinking to yourself, damn, not again. So, so, so you might ask yourself, what went wrong there? A few weeks ago, you were so motivated, but now you just want to watch the next episode. And oftentimes you'll find that because motivation is a feeling, it's temporary. I've come to find out that feelings that I experience, sensations tend to be temporary. So by nature, if we're relying on that feeling of motivation to accomplish a goal that we have in mind, it's going to stop at some point. And oftentimes it's just a few weeks. I'll give you another example. So I love working out at the gym. My mom used to be an amateur bodybuilder back in her prime. She was shredded. She would shred it like Julian Salad too. She still has a, the pictures in the workout room. So you could say, might be, be my DNA. But nevertheless, I absolutely love working out. I've been doing it since my freshman year of high school. And what I've noticed in my many years of weight training is that January 1st, there's a lot of people with a lot of dreams, a lot of dreams that show up at the gym. And it is packed. It is full. It's like the orange line in Boston two years ago during rush hour. And for those who don't know, who haven't experienced that pleasure yet, they fit so many people on that train that not a single person, not, not one single person more would be able to fit. Everyone's sitting on the seats, right? And they're also standing as well. You physically cannot fit in the person there. It's wild. It's wild. But that's a side note. I, I digress. But yeah, that's the gym on January 1st. A lot of people with a lot of dreams. And then what I find is by the time March 1st rolls around, a few months after that, it's like, how do I describe this? Have you ever opened up a, a bag of chips 
and you get really excited because, wow, th- this bag looks full. And then you, you kind of open it up and you realize about 80% of it is air. That's how empty it is. That's what the gym looks like when, it, when March 1st comes around. And I'm not going to complain on my end because I love, I absolutely love gyms that are, that are quiet and empty. It's my serene place of bliss. But that just goes to show a wonderful example. If the motivation is there, especially we have these New Year's resolutions, we're going to be a better person. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it feels really good and we're really motivated. But somewhere along the line, that feeling fades. And as the feeling fades, our actions reflect that as well. So the people stop going. They go back into their, their old habits. As human beings, we're creatures of habits. So how do we fix this? Now that we know that motivation is a, it's a temporary feeling that, that's fleeting, well, as you probably have guessed, the answer is implementing self-discipline. Which brings us to our next segment. Segment number two, defining self-discipline and why it's more important than motivation. So essentially, self-discipline is the ability to force yourself to do something, whether you want to do it or not. Jim Rome once said, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. I think that's a great quote. Because motivation, as I said earlier, serves as a great first step. But if you want to reach the top of the staircase, you want to get to the end of that journey, it's going to take a lot more than motivation. Because that feeling, that shit's going to fade fast. It's going to fade fast. Because we're creatures of habit. It can take any way from 66 days to two-thirds of a year. I also heard 21 days as well. But the number I've seen the most is 66 days. I will link the source in the description. So why that's important is motivation will take us for that, that first week, maybe two weeks. But if, if we're really aiming for something, we're going to have to shift our habits as well. We're going to have to create new habits. And our body can be extremely stubborn. So it's going to take three plus weeks to create that new habit. That's where the discipline comes in. It comes in after that as well. But, but can you force yourself to do something that you don't want to do? Are you willing to do the things that you don't want to do at that moment to get where you want to get? For anyone who's dieted before, try to lose weight. Y'all know how hard it is. Some people will lie to your face and say, oh, it's not that difficult. Yeah, it is. It is, especially when you're used to eating a certain amount of food that tastes a certain way and you try to put in anything different, when you try to put in something more, a little more green with a little more nutrients in it and your body is like, what the fuck am I eating? Give me my Oreos. Give me my fudge covered Oreos, TH. I want them now. Maybe that's just my personal problem that I had in the past. But nevertheless, I'm sure you have felt a similar sensation running through you. And it's this fight with, with your body as well. And your body isn't really motivated to make that change. It's, it's, it's more of a mental to say that I am deciding to do this right now, even though my body does not want to. 
and having that control over it. It's almost liberating in a way. So think to yourself of a goal that you want to achieve and how you're going to get there. And think to yourself, what habits are you doing each day and day out? How can you create different habits to further expedite you getting there? How can you implement self-discipline each day to do that? With weight loss for me, it was just dieting, counting the calories and holding myself accountable for it. Also, I have to do, have a lot of self-discipline with this podcast because even though this is a labor of love, after I've had a hard-ass day at work, sometimes I don't want to outline this. I'd rather do something different because it is work. I do the research. I have to practice. I have to put these thoughts together. And even though I love it with all my heart, I have to physically sit my ass down and do the work. And yes, it's worth it. But sometimes my body fights me with it. So having the self-discipline to say, hey, I'm going to do this because I want to help the people. I want to help people, serve people, become a better version of themselves. I want to connect people. I want to get these topics, these ideas, these thought processes to you so you can improve your life in the way that you want to. Because I love you all. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know a lot was said there. I'm going to bring this back to self-discipline. Think to yourself. Really think to yourself what you want out of your life, out of your career, out of your social life, out of your relationships, out of your experiences, out of your accomplishments. Really think to yourself how you want your life to look. And also think, what would be the type of person who lived that life? How would they behave? What would be their habits? How would they act? And really get that crystal clear in your mind because that will serve as a great motivation. See, that in a way, once you have that that vision, you can almost step into the person who's already accomplished it by changing the way you talk, changing the way you behave. As human beings, we have this wonderful ability to redefine ourselves at any given moment. But we must, we must have that self-discipline to do so. And that brings us to segment number three, the balance of motivation and self-discipline. And also, some things to keep in mind. Now, as I said earlier, motivation is great for that first step to act on that initial feeling when we feel that fire and inspiration in our body. But in order to continue our progress after that inspiration fades, we need that self-discipline. But it's a dance between the two because there is a way to manufacture motivation as well. As I was saying earlier, Think of your why, the reason why you're completing your goal or you're going through this process and really hold that, hold the vision of you completing it in your mind. And that in itself is a, is a good way to manufacture motivation that makes the self-discipline a little bit easier. And as we start to see results, for example, when I was on my diet and losing weight, when I started to see results on the scale, when I was down five, 10 pounds, that served as motivation to continue doing it. It made the self-discipline that much easier. 
and it created this positive feedback loop. And as we progress to our goal and we create this positive feedback loop, we slowly start to create a new habit as well. So it becomes even easier as well. So at first, it seems a little easy. Then you hit that brick wall, you get that self discipline to push through. And that's probably the hardest part. But after you get through that, that grind, those first few weeks or so, it does become easier. It does become easier. So it's this balance, this dance between the two. Some days you'll feel motivated and some days you rely on self-discipline, but do whatever you need to do to get it done. Because at the end of the day, if you're not where you're at, it's your responsibility to change your lifestyle to get there. Now, I will say there is one caveat to this. There is a thing. There is such a thing of, as being too self-disciplined. It doesn't happen a lot, but I'll give you an example. Say, say you're so hyper-focused on your career that you're willing to sacrifice everything, and you become so self-disciplined that you overwork yourself. And this damages the other aspects of your life, your social life, your romantic life, your hobbies as well. That, in that case, because it's so damaging to other aspects of your life, you might want to look and step back and say, make some changes where I'm at right now. Perhaps I can decrease my workload. Perhaps I can modify my self-discipline so I'm not sacrificing and damaging other aspects of my life. Because when we live, very briefly, when we live Think of it as a holistic experience. And yes, it's very important to be hyper-focused on your goals, but you don't want to have a negative impact on other areas of your life as well. Because what you'll find is what you thought happiness would be after you accomplish that goal, you'll realize that you'd rather have something else or other parts are missing as well. So it's very important to have that holistic view when you move through it. But just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. But happy grinding, y'all. Happy grinding. All right. That concludes yet another episode of the TH Talks podcast. Hope you all enjoyed it. Please DM me on IG at Chocolate Hutch. Reach out to me. I love hearing the feedback. I love connecting with you all. And once again, I appreciate every single one of you who takes time out of their day to listen. If you have any more ideas for content or any topics that you want to hear, let me know. I'll be glad to implement it for the, for the topics that are coming up. So I think I'll leave the next topic as a, as a cliffhanger, leave some mystery to this, be a man of mystery right now. So uh, we'll leave it at that. Ride out to Jaded Eye as always. Some good vibes with love and light. TH is out.
Thank you.